Welcome to the Peaceful Wellness Podcast with me, your host, Deb Phelps. If you are ready to unite with your true nature and find the calm you need to go through this journey called life, then walk a while with me as we learn to be resilient with mind, body, spirit modalities. I am a meditation teacher, mindfulness coach, sound healer, yoga specialist, and these and other modalities have helped me to truly find peaceful wellness within. So let's take a mindful approach together now. Greetings. Welcome to this episode of Peaceful Wellness Podcast. So glad you're here to join with me today. And this time, I would like to talk about meditation and mindfulness. And, you know, I hear all the time from students and interested parties of meditation, well, if I just had more time to meditate, I would, or I always lose focus and I end up wasting time. You know, another one I hear is, oh, I can't quiet the thoughts in my head. Meditation is just not working for me, or I'm just not built for meditation. However, you can learn to meditate. And I've seen many people over the years lean into a meditation practice. And the issue sometimes is what our mistaken belief about meditation is. So there's mistaken beliefs and there's myths about what meditation is. One of those is that it's difficult. Maybe don't have enough time. There's too many thoughts. Can't sit still. Can't clear the mind completely. You don't know if you're doing it right. Meditation has to be religious or spiritual. These are all myths. Mistaken beliefs. Uh, Another one is you have to have a special uh, spiritual experience with inner light shows. Or you have to go on a meditation retreat. It's the only way you can learn. Or you have to be given a mantra. Or when you meditate, it has to be perfectly quiet. Another myth is that you have to transcend and go beyond. That it takes years to learn. Another one is that it's escapism. And all of these are myths and mistaken beliefs. So when we look at, well, why even meditate in the first place? So setting all those aside, there are benefits to mindfulness and meditation in your life. Well, for instance, it benefits our minds. It can help us to increase positive emotions while reducing negative emotions and stress. Meditation and mindfulness can help us to boost the immune system's ability to fight off illness. Another one is that it can positively change our brains. We can have more uh, density of gray matter in those brain regions linked to learning and memory and emotion, regulation, even empathy. Mindfulness can help us make healthier eating choices, helps us to slow down, help us to savor the food that we eat. And these are all things, all benefits. These are all benefits of what meditation, mindfulness can do for you. So it heightens our ability to focus. 
It helps us to tune out distractions. It improves our memory and attention skills. It also improves our ability to recall information. Another benefit is that it helps regulate emotions. Those who practice mindfulness, for example, experience a decrease in emotional reactivity. It also helps us to foster compassion and altruism. Those of us that have had mindfulness training or just even practice, it makes us more likely to help someone in need. It helps us to understand the suffering of others as we're regulating those emotions. So mindfulness meditation can help increase relationship satisfaction. It helps you to feel more satisfied with your relationship. And you can be more accepting and closer to one another. Certainly, it benefits parents, parents-to-be. It can help with the anxiety, stress, and depression that happens with expectant parents. And if you're a parent already and you practice mindfulness, you can be happier with those parenting skills and the relationship that you have with your kids. And even the kids are found to have better social skills. And one of the last benefits that it helps not only veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, but anyone like myself who has PTSD. So with this meditation, and you probably have noticed in almost every episode that I have shared with you that I share some sort of meditation. And there are many types of meditations that you can use, and there's different techniques. Uh, last time I did a yoga nidra for grief. So that's a guided rest practice that helps you to deeply relax. Now, certainly there's mantras, there's guided visualizations, movement meditation, like you're walking, yoga, tai chi. There's spiritual, focused, and transcendental. But mostly, I focus on mindfulness. Now, I teach a lot of those other methods, as you'll see in different episodes from time. And if you come to my classes online, the same thing. I have different classes for different uh, types of meditation. But let me tell you why I focus on mindfulness. It's because I, overall, overall, I witness more transformation of students when they practice mindfulness meditation versus other methods. And that includes myself. When I focus more primarily on mindfulness meditation in my life, I notice those transformations within myself. So all those benefits I have experienced. So mindfulness can assist us with our emotions, our thoughts, our reactions. Oh my goodness, that was one that was uh, part of my life is overreacting. And mindfulness helped me with that. But it also helps with judgments and being in the here and now. So if you're ready to learn, or if you're ready to restart your practice, mindfulness is a great way to start. It's a great method to start. So if you do have anxiety, stress, chronic pain, uh, 
if you're wanting those deeper connections, if you're wanting a more deeper sense of peace, if you really want to focus more, quiet your mind more, then meditation, particularly mindfulness, as I said, can help you to do that. So mindfulness helps us with self-awareness, helps us with compassion. It's a wonderful practice that I enjoy uh, that's mindful related and that's a meta or loving kindness meditation. Now, mindfulness can certainly help us uh, with our spiritual life as well, if, if you are spiritual. But when we practice mindfulness, we, we're becoming fully aware of everything in the present moment. And when we're aware of what is arising, we are trying not to judge it or change it at all. But see, when we do that, you think, well, wait a minute, <laughs> I don't want these judgment thoughts or uh, critical thoughts. But you see, when we allow those to arise, we are glimpsing at some of the ways that we have been running our life on autopilot. So we're having those same reactions again and again and again, and we're not breaking the pattern. But with mindfulness, we can break that pattern. So being mindful allows us to take a step back and reevaluate and reassess our reactions when something is coming up for us that we're experiencing. We can look at it in a new light instead of how we were seeing it in the past. So with mindfulness, the technique really involves concentrating and focusing on a particular exercise to quiet the mind. And these techniques allow you to connect with deeper wisdom within yourself. So that way, you're not going to be in that autopilot overreacting mode. And mindfulness brings unique awareness to your experiences. And this is one that I said that I see most people benefit from and also that they find actually easiest. People think mindfulness is something that it's not. It's here in the now moment. It's being grounded, grounding into the body's sensations, allowing the thoughts, allowing the emotions to be there. So it's a way of looking at things too, differently, looking at them differently and allowing a way for you to relate to all the experiences in your life, which may be causing you to suffer. And so when we do this, that allows you to personally transform yourself. And as I said, I've done this myself and it's really made a huge difference in my life over the years. And mindfulness helps with self-compassion, with self-acceptance and self-understanding. So with all of this, this is what mindfulness can do. So let me share with you just a short practice just to get started. So I invite you to find a comfortable place to sit. 
Now, the one thing you learn about mindfulness is that you can sit anywhere. You don't need to be cross-legged on the floor on a cushion. You can be in a chair. And if you do sit in a chair, it is best to place your feet flat on the floor. And we're aligning the spine. So we're lengthening the spine upward and relaxing the shoulders. And when you found your place to sit, you can close your eyes if you like, or you can keep them open, just gazing downward with a very soft gaze. So we start with just taking a few deep breaths. So breathing in deeply, breathing out slowly, breathing in deeply, breathing out slowly. And let's do that one more time, breathing in deeply, breathing out slowly. And then just taking a few moments to rest in this present moment. Giving yourself permission to be here without having to go anywhere or do anything. So you're putting down your to-do lists, your agenda, and just allowing yourself to rest. And so setting up a good foundation for meditation, we can do some body relaxation. And the more relaxed we can get our body when we begin, it helps to relax the mind as well. And we do this by just checking in with the body and noticing if there's any spots of tension or tightness. And then we can soften around those areas. So bringing your awareness to your face, particularly the muscles around your eyes, seeing if you can soften any tension in those muscles around the eyes. And then bringing your awareness to the muscles in your jaw and the muscles around your cheeks. Again, just letting go of any unnecessary tension, softening where you can. And again, just resting. And then slowly moving your attention down the neck and shoulders, feeling the weight of gravity pulling down on those shoulders gently. And in mindfulness meditation, there's really nothing to achieve, nothing to accomplish. We just give ourselves that permission each time we sit down. Just reminding ourselves that there's nowhere we need to get to. 
nowhere to go, just learning to rest in the present moment. So to end this short meditation, we can take a deep breath in together. So breathing in, breathing out, and then slowly you can allow your eyes to open and take a moment to look around the room, just noticing anything you see or hear. And taking a moment, too, to also notice how you feel. You might notice some calm or relaxation. Or maybe not. But this is an example how we set up a good foundation for meditation practice. Learning how to rest in the present moment without needing to get anywhere or experience anything. So that's a taste of meditation. Now, one of the uh, favorite practices I have of mindfulness is called insight meditation or vipassana meditation. And it really is known to be the oldest Buddhist meditation practice. It's the technique that the Buddha practiced to become enlightened. And Vipassana means seeing things as they really are. And that's insight. That's the insight. And so what we just did with just coming into the present moment and resting in the present moment, we learn a little bit more with this particular practice of insight meditation. We stabilize the mind with concentration, which helps to bring some calm and tranquility And then we become aware and observe our inner self. So instead of controlling the experience, we're learning to be attentive to everything that is happening. So that includes our thoughts, our emotions, our physical sensations, the sounds we may hear, or our other five, you know, other five senses. So if you want to learn a little bit more, I invite you to join me in one of my classes. They're all donation-based. And there are various meditations at different times. But one of the things we're excited about, uh, this, many of the students and myself, because we talked about creating this a few weeks back, and that is in the month of February, we'll be doing 28 days of insight, also known as Vipassana meditation, where every day at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, I'll be uh, offering that practice, be sharing a little bit more how to do the practice, and even weekends, same thing, and then culminate with a retreat on February 26th, where we'll spend a few hours with the practice and uh, different talks I'll share and other information that I'll share. 
So you are welcome to join us for that. Now, what I offer through Peaceful Wellness is a way to incorporate more mindfulness into your life. So yes, it does include mindfulness meditation, other meditation, movement, sound healing, laughter even. And when we use a mindful approach, we can experience that calm peace and the opportunity to respond versus react to situations that appear before us. So I hope you'll join me in one of the classes or maybe join me for the month of February with our Insight Vipassana Meditation Month. And you can go to the website at peacefulwellness.org to learn more, go to the calendar, and you can begin to see what all that I have to offer to you and what you can learn in relation to your meditation practice. I also do one-on-one coaching So if you're interested in that, the idea of a class and coaching is for accountability. Sometimes we need that when we're doing uh, a new practice. Uh, Just like when we take lessons for guitar or piano or skiing or what have you, have somebody that you work with. And so whether it's a class, whether it's one-on-one coaching, it helps and it works. And I've seen it work many times with students. So I invite you to consider that as well. So with that, thank you so much for joining with me and I'll see you next time. Many blessings. Thank you for joining with me today. For my weekly classes, meditation and modalities on-demand library, self-study courses and private sessions, visit my website at peacefulwellness.org.